0: Hello, you're very welcome to episode 34, season two of uh, Two Hands on the Hurl podcast. I'm your host today, Robbie Mansfield. and I'm joined by, all, as always, uh, by the editor-in-chief, Mr. TJ Mills. How's it going, TJ?
1: Uh, I'm trying to be on my best behaviour tonight, Robbie, because we have one hard, uh, I was going to say mother, but uh, yeah, he, uh, I'm going to be on guard. If you thought I was scared of Jack, I'm really scared of this lad.
0: Well, I'm not surprised. Uh, we're joined by uh, and uh, Fitness on Instagram. Uh, he's a strong, independent male, um, and he's also a, a hardy book.
2: How's it going, Owen? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Robbie. Thanks for having me on, TJ. Really appreciate it. It's nice to talk to you, lads.
0: Yeah, it's nice to have you on there. Um, you've got a, a gig coming up soon enough, do you?
2: I have one coming up uh, next week, next Friday in Castle Durgan. It's going to be the first one I've had in two, I think about two years now. And it's up in oh, Tyrone, so... Is going to be a bit of tension up there?
0: A bit of tension as you're a Mayo man there, so a bit of tension before the final.
2: Exactly. And I'm thinking just for the crack to wear the jersey on stage and then just, you know, have it under a jumper. And then for the last bit of the gig, just take it off and say, Mayo for Sam, lads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'd probably
2: I'll get run out of the uh, bodyguards <laughs> as well. Yeah, I'd probably need plenty up there because they're, they're hardy old skins, the Tyrone people, but they're good people.
1: Oh definitely. You need a you need a bit of the Saw Doctors just you know the music just be, the warm up before a gig. I That's right, that yeah, song yeah. Green and Red and Mayo, is it? Yeah, Green and Red and Mayo,
2: yeah. But I think the Saw Doctors are from Galway, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I always
2: thought they were from Mayo, like Mother Teresa.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, they're not so Yeah, I so. know.
0: Ah, cool. So have any other gigs going up after that or
2: I have um I have a t- Tour coming up in October, November time, but depending on, on the rig restrictions and all that stuff, but that's starting on the 1st of October and it's going to go on then for about two week, uh, two months, sorry, kind of spread over the weekends and I'm going to tour all over Ireland and then a couple of gigs in England, Scotland and Wales. So looking forward to doing all the gigs. And uh, as I said, like it's been two years since I was up on stage, so I'm kind of a bit nervous, but looking forward to doing it and, uh, I'm going to not. I'm going to start to appreciate it more this time because in the past, I used to freak out before I went on stage and I'd be kind of shitting myself. Whereas nowadays, I'm just like, you know what? It's kind of like it's a treat to be able to go on stage, talk to people. So I'm trying to just change my mindset and uh, incorporate a bit of that Dave Goggins into my life.
0: Yeah, just go out and enjoy yourself. And um, is your Epic. routine kind of straight stand up, or is it improv, or what way do you work it?
2: Um, at the beginning, like I used to kind of do a bit of improv, but because that's what we did originally in the Hardy books, it was all improv. But because you're up there for an hour, like, and you have to have a lot of material, then I started writing it all down. And uh, that was, I found that that was, didn't suit me either, because then when I was performing it on stage, it was a bit more like it was robotic. So this time what I, what I'm doing is I'm kind of thinking of whatever the joke may be or the theme. And then I will go over to my head like four or five times before I, I even write it down so that when I do go to write it down, it's, I've wrote, I'm going to write it in a way that sounds like I'm talking it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah, cool. yeah and then, then it kind of flows out to me a bit better. So, I'm, um, yeah, this, this is all going to be new material for this, this tour. I'm probably going to talk about COVID for 20 minutes, just because it's kind of weird not to talk about it. But at the same time, people are coming out as well, and they don't want to be hearing about it. So even talking about it for 20 minutes is a bit of a risk, because people might be like, oh, I left the house not to be hearing about this, but um, it's all it's all silly stuff. Anyways, it's not like I'm trying to fucking take down the U.S. government or anything. Yeah, although that would
1: be a good idea, though.
2: That would be yeah, because they are dodgy,
1: <laughs> pretty dodgy. <laughs> They're not riding with Biden anymore. I tell you
2: that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool they've, got a, they've got a big painting up of Biden in, in Balana. Apparently, he's got family there in Balana. So, oh,
0: she's a man. he's a mailman.
2: He's a mailman. Yeah, and some that explains everything then exactly yeah that's what that's why he won it but um well I was gonna say it to you I met a fella there the other day and uh he said I've been off the beer now for two mo-. no he said he was off the beer for a full year when he heard and then when he heard Biden won the election he said he went on the beer for a week and like it was just funny the way he had like such a vague excuse to go on the beer for a week and uh he probably he'll probably end up never meeting Biden but I just thought it was a funny funny reason just to go on the beer
1: Yeah, I know, definitely.
2: (laughs) Cool, guys.
0: We'll move on to the the GA. And uh, were you watching the the match yesterday, Owen?
2: You know what? I only watched the highlights of it, and I'm going to watch the whole thing now on the phone Um, because I was away in Belmullet yesterday and I didn't get a chance, but I heard that Tyrone won won it. I I was thinking Kerry might take it, but obviously that didn't happen. And uh, I seen that... um, it was funny because, you know, all the boys were meant to be tired from COVID, but they didn't look too tired in the clips that I watched. They'll be hardish skins to beat, but I think that Mayo can do it this year after beating Dublin. And do you see the match stage?
1: Yeah, I watched it there. Um, I think the most one part, entertaining part about it was the row between Pat Spillane and Sean Cavanagh. It was actually oh, yeah. um, Pat Spillane was saying that... Um, Tyrone were kind of charlatans, in other words, that um, there were no information disclosed that um, it could have been a stroke that Tyrone pulled. Um, now, no one can ever say for definite, but being honest, Tyrone were worthy winners. I think Kerry have a lot of reflection to do because um, they had a bad defeat last year against Cork. And I mean, I, I remember saying in a couple of previous podcasts where they tested enough and they just weren't. And um yeah, I think there would be serious questions. As Paddy O'Shea used to say, the Kerry supporters are animals. and um, So I say there'd be question marks over Peter Keane's future down there.
0: Yeah, and um, in terms of... like Kerry had a five-week layoff there, and now May are going to have four weeks off before they play Drone in the final. Do you think that could be a factor for on or do you think that they'll be kind of uh, fresh enough after their battle of Dublin? that they will have needed that kind of rest?
2: I think not only... The, the fact that they bet Dublin, that's going to be great for the confidence. Also, the fact that it's the final and they don't have to play Dublin now in the final, and as well as that, there was a while there where they were saying that Tyrone might just like pull out altogether and then Kerry were going to go straight through to the final. Um, and I think that that might that might have worked against Mayo because they might have been a bit tired in the legs, like. But I think, I think the extra week or whatever Mayo got thanks to the game going ahead, I think it'll work in Mayo's favour. And I don't want to jinx it, but. I don't think they're going to get as good a chance. I don't think they've had as good a chance in the last 10 years, I don't think, or whatever whatever amount of time they've been in the finals, because I've seen them in the finals since, I think, 95 or 96 against Meath or whatever. And that day I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to win it. And then I think it was a replay. I I don't remember exactly, but every time since then, apart from the last few times when they lost to Dublin, I never really thought they'd beat the Dubs in the final, because in Crow Park against Dublin, like, you know, it's just... Dublin players just seem to be like different animals in the final, Like, but um, this time, I think this is one of the best chances they've ever had.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think the whole country's uh, hoping they do it anyway, and uh, I think, yeah. you know, Tyrone are kind of, they're playing that, uh, they do the dark side of the game really well, so they're kind of almost easy for people to to get on board, to not like, if you know what I mean, so I think, yeah, yeah you're going to have uh, 31 counties uh, cheering for Mayo.
2: Just a quick I question. so, yeah, but I think the the Tyrone players like they're just hardy skins, you know, even their accents is like, ooh, they're they've got tough accents, you know. So it's just everything about them like is tough and I would Mayo would be making a huge mistake just to think that the game would be easy, like you know, so you'd never know with Tyrone players what they're gonna to bring to it. And as you said, the dark arts. I know Mayo do a bit of that too, and I think every team does a bit, but Tyrone, they are cute, like, you know, so we have to watch out for that kind of stuff because you know, if you got a player sent off in the first ten minutes or twenty minutes or whatever even halfway through the game, that could, you know, that that would ruin your whole game, really. Like, even if you're winning up to that point, you can just change so quickly.
0: And do, if you had to pick one of the Hardy books uh, to be on the Mayo team, that would give them that extra bit of an edge in the final,
2: who would you who would you pick? Oh, it has to be Big Mick, because he's got massive hands. You just <laughs> throw him just in the forward there. Just throw him in the forward there, yeah, and just get <laughs> everyone to just keep on the ball up to him. And he's got these hands like shovels, and he'd just be picking the ball out of the air and just... Tapping it into the goal, and he's about six foot six. And as well as that, I think he'd probably throw off a few of the uh, Tyrone players because he looks a small bit like Liam Neeson.
0: <laughs> so that would you kind of be confused with the way he looks and the way he's not speaking in a Belfast kind of accent, anything. <laughs> exactly.
2: Of thing. It is like just throw them off for long enough so that we could probably take the Sam. And do you
0: think they're going to start uh, Aidan O'Shea in the final after they, they pulled him off the last day? I thought he played pretty bad now when he was on.
2: Um, I think they will you know like I mean I'm not I'm far from an expert or know much about the guy but I think he definitely will play but um, sometimes I think because he's such he seems to be so strong like even for his height like he's quite seems to be always kind of like quite strong around players even the same size for some reason maybe that's just Mayo bias or maybe I'm just looking at him going come on you're from Mayo but (laughs) uh, I think that sometimes the Mayo team try to get the ball to him too much and then you know, the other teams read that quite quickly and then they, you know, they tend to get the ball off them quite a a few times or intercept or whatever, so I think he'll definitely play, yeah, but I'd say, I don't know if he'll play the full game, he might be taken off, depending on, you know, it's hard to know, like, but, because he's a big strong fella, like, and he's, he makes a big difference, but I don't know, I don't know what his stamina is like, he's played a lot of hard games, you know, over the years and they have to stick with you in the muscles and the bones and everything, so it's hard to know, like I, I, just, I think he'll start it, but I don't think he'll finish it. Yeah,
0: fair enough. Um yeah, it could be uh definitely probably one played up the whole game. Um so we'll move on guys to our uh, picks of the week. So we'll probably come back to the Komogi towards the end there. Uh what are your picks of the week this week, TJ?
1: Yeah, it might sound biased, um, but uh yeah, I started like I was saying, I started watching Hardy Bucks during the week on Netflix and it really brought back nostalgia. I mean, it would have been one of my favourite programmes growing up, um or sorry, not growing up, but over the past say uh, ten year or that. And um yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth checking out on Netflix, I mean, and it's just still as funny now as it was back then and it's just just brilliant like. Um, much do i owe uh, you for that tj <laughs> <laughs> we discuss contracts later on <laughs> <laughs> i'll pay pal uh, you that 10 euro thanks <laughs> uh but yeah the characters in it like Buzz viper uh eddie i mean it's just it's just hilarious salmon as well like it's just and oh, uh, uh yeah the second um and we always uh try to do it here on the podcast is plug other brilliant podcasts and your own own and um, don't Colgan experience on ACAST and Spotify is just just brilliant Like, thanks and, very much TJ um, it's really, I, I won't lie to you it's a good job no one saw me this morning around <laughs> half five because it was laughing me arse off uh, in the pitch <laughs> dark so uh, yeah I know they're my picks this week actually um, I'm watching a lot and this might sound weird, uh, I mentioned it last week in the top picks but I'm watching a lot of college pranks on Facebook as well just popped oh, up if- on my feed and they're actually hilarious like it's youtubers that go around and just do mad shit like i i don't know how they're not killed or arrested but yeah definitely worth checking out a couple of those as well robbie
0: and uh on what are you uh what are you watching lately or what any sort of music or i watched
1: kind of, um
0: uh...
2: you see that series on netflix called love sex i seen it i didn't i didn't watch it now is any good yeah, I didn't want to watch it either. And I thought it was terrible, but I still ended up watching the whole thing in about two, two days. And, uh, um, any milfs in it, though? There's a, there's a, yeah, there's actually the main character is a milf. And she's, she's married to this fella. And like, he's like this handsome dude who always seems to be wearing suits. And then she starts having flashbacks to a time gone by where she used to live in the city and have sex with this tall, like Australian fella with the, with the massive flute. And the reason why I know that <laughs> is because in episode three, he's in the shower and the husband sees the ex his wife's ex-boyfriend there in the shower and he turns around and there he is in all his glory and actually this fella another bit of a bit of information is he used to be in Home and Away um not that anyone cares but I just thought I'd throw that in there anyway <laughs> I'm sure our Home and Away fans would be interested <laughs> exactly I don't even know if people still watch Home and Away in Ireland but it was big big news back in the 90s but um yeah I'm watching that kind of stuff and I'm really, I hate to say it, but I'm really into the uh, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley carry on. I know it's a bit daft, but I just thought it was kind of funny to to entertain and to watch. So I'm looking forward to watching that tonight. I think it's on it. Do Uh, you reckon he's going to get mangled though? I I think, yeah, I think he will. Yeah, because Tyron Woodley, like I don't, I didn't normally usually watch his fights in UFC, but the way he's been talking, like in his press conference, something's got inside him where like, I don't know, it just seems to be very entertaining all of a sudden. So I've, I've really enjoyed watching that kind of crap on on uh, YouTube. Um, you know, the funny thing about Netflix is, though, I cancelled my account there the other day. And it's always when you cancel your account, someone's always saying to you, oh, there's a great show on there on Netflix. And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm have, only after have giving that up. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I defined, you know, like everyone, Netflix, you tend to do a lot of uh, just scrolling through crap, really. There's a lot of rubbish on there, too.
0: Yeah, I think there's like there's so many different uh, subscription services. Uh, I'm planning on getting Amazon back to watch the new Lord of the Rings series. Um, nice. Then there's a lot of shit on there as well, like you know. So uh, as soon as yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as that series is over, I'll probably just cancel it, you know. But um, I just wish that some company would just come in and, and just squash Disney and Netflix and just buy them all up. So just you only have to pay one flat fee. And you're not worried about paying like ten different yokes. It's crazy. It's, it's,
1: such, a, it's dodgy, a lot of money. It's called the dodgy box, Robbie. Dodgy box, <laughs> yeah.
0: You You give me the number for the dodgy box then, TJ.
1: I pass you on to a lad that knows the lad. Knows <laughs> uh, Just one pick album? of the week is uh, just a music
0: one is uh, Cody Jinx. Uh, he's an American singer and he's, he's got a live album. And I've been listening to it uh, pretty much all this week, everywhere I've been going, going to matches here, there and everywhere. It's uh, live at Red Rock in Texas. And uh, it's uh, just a brilliant album, all his best stuff live. Uh, so Cody Jinx, you can... Uh, check that one out so we're going to move on we're going to change the pace a little bit guys we're going to talk about uh elon musk and his uh tesla bots the ai and um just a quick thought he's kind of saying that they're they're here to you know do all the the crappy jobs like going uh going to the supermarket for you and going here there and everywhere for you but uh do you think this uh this could potentially be the beginning of the end, TJ?
1: Uh, I was just thinking when you're saying what he wants the bots to do, it sounds a bit like Mister Muscle, like do all the jobs <laughs> you hate. Um, but um, yeah, no, I mean it's it just shows when you have too much money and you just having a clue what to do with it, and it's like it's like the ideas you'd have, say, staggering out for a nightclub at half three in the morning, some of the ideas that come up with. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean. There's there's a bit of difficulty with Day um, in one of the cars that Tesla cars he developed, So I mean, you, there'd be question marks over it. I say it's still a good, good long while down the road ahead before anything like that materializes. But yeah, I think it's a lot of hogwash. I won't like to you, Robbie.
0: Hogwash. And Alan, do you think it's a uh, you know a Terminator type or a Matrix type situation waiting to happen, or is it just you know it's just yeah, going to be yeah. handy for someone going to get a pack of smokes for you in the shop or something?
2: <laughs> well, see, the thing is, you know, going out to the shop to buy a pack of sweets or smokes or whatever it may be—that's kind of half the the fun of life. And then if you take away all those kind of downtime moments and the robots are doing everything, you know, you'll have no time to chill out at all. You just be—I don't know what you'll be doing with your time, to be honest. But um, I think. With the way phones are going now and technology and people are so connected all the time, it's almost like, I don't know if the robots are going to take over for all the small jobs, but I think there'll be probably like, you might see more knocking around the place. You know, you might see one going into Tesco doing the shopping, but uh, it's hard to know. It's really, sometimes you'd be thinking, yeah, the robots, great job, get them to drive you around the place. But then what happens when they get enough intelligence to sort of kind of figure out their own destiny? It's game over then for us.
0: Yeah, and think uh, Elon Musk has said himself that um, you know if AI see us as you know being an issue, that they just get rid of us. They're just uh, <laughs> just yeah. trying to get rid of us. It's kind of worrying coming from the guy who's uh, creating them. But um, he's saying they're they're going to be around five foot eight, and they're going mm-hmm. to be able to carry around fifty pounds of whatever whatever you want, and they can deadlift one hundred and fifty pounds. They're so not really very strong, but probably stronger than a good section of the population.
2: So, do yeah. you
0: think that's worrying at all that they're that strong?
2: I think, uh, I mean, yeah, it is because, you know, all, all you got to do then is get someone that knows how to hack robots and he just type in some buttons and be like, make them even stronger. And then you're just going to get heavyweight robots walking around the place and that's huge trouble for people going to town.
1: Do you know one thing to be handy for is up in a nightclub bar. Yeah. And if a lad goes over and spills <laughs> your drink, if they're a heavyweight, like, just knock them out. Like, that'd be yeah. robot wars, like.
2: Just... <laughs> Plug them out. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I you mean, you that... getting
0: left home on the night. So when you're you're a bit bit pissed or whatever, you just uh, press a button in your pocket, and it would just uh, take you home.
1: Yeah, there great, are, yeah. There are many a piggy back home, I say.
2: <laughs> would you let a robot bring you to the airport?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know I don't why don't... you picked
2: the airport, but I'm just thinking of somewhere that's far away, like.
1: Uh, I'm not sure about that. I won't lie to you. I have uh, I have trust issues with friends bringing me anywhere if I'm not driving, like if I'm not in control. So, a robot, I'd be a bit dodgy. Like,
0: would know? it be like your dad who'd bring you up at like three o'clock in the morning to be ready for the <laughs> in <laughs> can't be any worse than that to be fair
1: well being honest when I hop thank god my father doesn't listen to the podcast but when I hop in beside my father in a car I'm usually scuttered like at 4 <laughs> or 5 in the morning like so
2: <laughs> I was telling my father the other day um, my podcast it's sponsored like for jam- I get jambons from my podcast Oh, nice. yeah and I was telling there was a fella dropping them down there for a couple of weeks ago and he said uh, I was saying to my father I was like oh these I'm just getting these jambons because I, I give I give this fella a mention on the podcast. And he was like, What's a podcast? And I told him like, Oh, it's just me in the room talking just recording an an hour of chat. And like the the uh confusion on his face, like that's actually, you know, some something that people do nowadays. It was just it was kind of funny that he couldn't get his head around just me sitting in the room just recording shite for like an hour and then someone's giving me jambons because of that.
1: <laughs> we actually, we actually have to have a chat after because Jam bombs to be savage if we could get here.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, we we're trying
1: to get a,
0: a fence company to sponsor uh, TJ because uh, he always stays on the fence when he's picking a team <laughs> to win. Huh? So we were trying to get a, a fence company to sponsor him uh, no for that.
1: If they want to sponsor me to get hammered, I gladly take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're accepting all all bars uh, for sponsorship. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you do you follow any uh,
2: Premier League teams on? Um, I follow Man United, yeah,
0: I do. So how you feeling about Ronaldo uh, coming back home?
2: I, you know, it's been, a, it's like, number one, the weather's been great. Number two, Ronaldo's back and Mayo in the final. And I thought summer was finished three weeks ago. And now I've got these three things to look forward to. So, do you feel you're going to
0: have to, you know, you're going to wake up at some point and it's all been a dream and Dublin have won seven in a row and Ronaldo's gone to City?
2: You know what, With the way the world is now, I, you'd, you'd never know. You'd never know. You could wake up tomorrow morning and, and all that stuff could be true and, and he nearly did go to City, like, but um, it's great that he's back. I, he's 35, like, so I don't know how good he, he is, but he's probably still the top five best players in the world, which, you know, when you think about it like that, that's serious. Like, I don't, is, would he be top five in the world?
1: Oh, definitely. definitely up there anyway. Yeah. So that's uh, crazy,
2: isn't it, that United got him back, like, and, uh, um, yeah, I think it's it's probably going to mean Man United going to be, maybe they might even win the league this year. I know that's a bit of a jump, like, but, They were already kind of beginning to play well. Like, you know, the last couple of years, they're showing a couple of glimpses of some nice footy a la class of 92. But um, I think with Ronaldo back, he'd be knocking around the dressing room, as Roy Keane would say. And because he's so professional, he'd be doing squats till four in the morning.
0: Yeah, I think there was a story about uh, uh, Tevez when he moved to United from West Ham. And he was saying that he was always the first guy in the training grounds and uh, that he, he got there at eight o'clock in the morning and Ronaldo was there already. Then wow. he, the next day he came at seven, Ronaldo was there. Then the next day it was like half six or something, Ronaldo was there. And he's all right. fuck this, forget about it. We're never going to be this guy or whatever, you know. But he'll definitely, he'll raise the, the culture in the dressing room and uh, hopefully yeah. for United will have a, a big effect. And uh, TJ, been a, a massive transfer uh, transfer window for Liverpool, hasn't it?
1: Oh yeah, I know, massive, like, I mean we're, we're going to win everything, um, I know it's, uh, just when you're on about Ronaldo there, United reminded me of an old lad that would be sitting at the end of a bar all week they were on about, giving out about oh City are going to get Ronaldo and all of this, and they're sitting down there and they're, they're the ones letting off the silent farts all night, like they <laughs> knew exactly what was going to happen uh, but yeah, it's just I mean Liverpool just don't have the funds, Robbie. Um they're after putting in a new training ground, they're redeveloping the stadium and that seems to be the target. But being honest, we're going to be there thereabouts and if Liverpool win the league or they come close to win the league, you wonder what I mean you look at Arsenal, they spent what I mean, spent most out of nearly all the teams and you look at the situation they're in at the moment. So it's hard to know. But I definitely think we need uh, another midfielder to uh, replace Ronaldo, And uh, I think we need another backup striker as well. Um, but yeah, massive transfer window, Robbie.
0: Yeah, lots of signs in for people. Um, there was actually a conspiracy theory going around that the Glazers put out that Ronaldo was going to City so that all the United fans would burned their old Ronaldo jerseys in disgust. And now that he's coming back to United. They're going to buy all the new merch, all the new stuff like that, you know. But uh, probably, probably his uh, his uh, shirt sales and all that sort of stuff will probably cover his transfer fee anyway. Do you know how much is uh, he's coming for Owen, or how much are you like giving up? Yeah, I,
2: th- I I didn't think it was that much. Like I thought it was it was less than fifty million. I know it's a lot of money, like, but I mean nowadays for players, I think it's less than fifty, but I'm not sure. Because I know there's like add on fees and all the other stuff and performance fees and stuff like that. But um, I don't know exactly how much. But I think I read somewhere that um, uh, Man United's like Instagram page has already gone up by over 2 million followers just just in the time that Ronaldo re signed for the team. So like they were saying that the amount of money that he kind of generates just as a player like selling merchandise is going to be probably the better part of the, the purchase for the United team as opposed to what he does on the pitch. Although. I'm sure he'll do great great stuff on the pitch. Could be top scorer next season. Yeah. yeah, that's true.
0: And um they were saying that um the post that United put up about Ronaldo coming got way more likes than uh the Messi one. And it got it got more likes in an hour than that the Messi did over a few weeks, you know. So does this mean that uh, Ronaldo is conclusively the bigger bigger player, TJ? Oh
1: yeah, I know definitely. I mean Messi is like it's it's hard to describe in a way I remember us discussing it before. I mean, Messi was solely with Barcelona. But for Ronaldo to say I forget where he started off his career before Man United uh, and then to go yeah and then to go to team after team and have success and be up for the Ballon d'Or nearly every year. I mean, it just shows how skillful he is. Um and I mean the one thing that will kind of draw me to Ronaldo is the work he does for charity outside. And I mean, that isn't really well known, but I mean, he's meant to be really good with his donations and time he gives to charities and that. Um, so other than his exploits on the field, and I won't disagree, and I hate saying it as a Liverpool fan, but if Sulsker can organise things and Ronaldo coming in, they will be there thereabouts to win the league. Actually, just one thing. Um, did you see the picture going around the Man City supporter yesterday? Um, no, the Ronaldo jersey Oh
2: did he burn it
1: or something no? No oh, he was wearing it at the Man City game <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they had murals up uh, around uh, the at uh, Stadium as well and uh, yeah I know it was if Manchester United media office done that they deserved the Nobel Peace Prize because that was <laughs> class like to be fair
0: and uh, speaking of the City game what do you think of uh... Arsenal owner, are they going
2: to get relegated this year or have they Arsenal. just had a, a tough, a tough uh, start? Yeah? It's hard to know like, I know with the United team the last few years they were playing good like, but before that, since they won the league, it, it was getting to a point where I was like, I don't, I don't think the United team is any good anymore Like, they'll probably get to a point where they won't win the league for like another 10-20 years and then they'll just be like a 7th or 8th like, team uh, placed or placed team or whatever, but I think Arsenal are yeah. That's probably their biggest worry is that they they're they're kind of a bit average at the moment, and uh, they need to sign probably two world class players, and then they might have a good enough team to probably win the league or something. But it's a lot of work. I don't i I just think that they're they've been far too behind in in like ins and all that stuff over the years. They kind of stuck with the Arsenal winger kind of mentality, and maybe they need to spice things up and bring in, like, a couple of top boys. I don't know who they could bring in now at the moment, but they should have went for Messi or Ronaldo.
0: Yeah, well, they seem like a bit of a a sham of a club at the minute. Like, they can't really seem to get Anton right. And uh, Arteta is uh, probably days are numbered. And uh, the only thing about this uh, Arsenal demise is that the the memes are just uh, top quality. Just, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just meme after meme after meme, you know. So everyone seems to always, you know, like obviously United fans would maybe give Liverpool a kick in and vice versa um, but everyone seems to be really enjoying this uh, this fall of Arsenal you know so it's leading to some quality memes but um, I, I'm good friends with an Arsenal guy and uh, I don't know whether to send him some of the memes if he's going to laugh or just mm. get more depressed so
2: uh. <laughs> I, I see Arsenal, Arsenal actually bottom of the league and they've lost all three games I didn't realise they were that bad
0: yeah they're bottom and they haven't scored a goal uh, now they have played uh, Chelsea and City so Okay, and they, probably the Brentford game was, you know, they probably should be winning that game because they're only newly promoted. But uh, yeah, so tough starts for to them, and it's gone into the international break now. Um, mm. What That's do you nice. think, uh, TJ? Is uh, Arteta, Arteta's uh, games kind of numbered, or what do you think? Is he will he last long, or can you turn it around?
1: I say he begun within. Well, definitely before Christmas, that's obvious, but I say, I say max about a month. I mean, the supporters, um, the Man City's fourth goal yesterday, I didn't watch it, I was watching um, the GA, but um, I heard Arsenal fans cheered Man City's fourth goal, so once the fans start kicking up, and I heard the attendance was shocking at it as well, so yeah, I mean, it's the financial aspect for the club as well, so... Yeah, he's gone. I heard there're rumors about they're trying to get the likes of Conte or someone like that. Um, but yeah, if he if he lasts till Christmas, it'd be a miracle. Uh, it'd be a miracle on. Um, um, uh, I was trying to come up with a smart one there, and I made a balls of it. But miracle um, <laughs> uh, yeah. on thirty first really good on it. Yeah, but I was trying to think of the Arsenal stadium, and I couldn't think of it. So yeah, I made a balls of it uh but uh yeah i know he'd be gone he'd be gone and the, they have to get a big name in there i heard there's a rumor about sam allardyce as well Um there might have been a couple of phone calls there you'll um, try and keep them up
0: anyway
1: exactly it'd be a bit like viagra <sighs> there he's uh good for keeping people up like you so. up yeah
0: and <laughs> uh, you know like the arsenal fan tv is always a uh, quality when they uh when they lose, do you reckon uh, Mayo fan TV or Kilkenny fan TV would be uh, would be a good watch? Would be as much banter as uh, Arsenal fan TV.
2: Who is this to TJ? Uh, you can go on there. Oh yeah. Well, actually, funny you say that because I was only thinking about that the other day. I was watching the Arsenal TV, and that's that's very good. It's very entertaining. That crack. So I don't think the Anthony really like that at the moment yet. So yeah, I think something like that. Maybe I might even go up to, for the final and do that. Actually. Yeah, it'd be good. Would you
0: do it as yourself, or uh, Hardy Bucks characters, or what way would you do
2: it? I know I'd kind of do it as myself, but like I'd kind of do it slightly in character—not not not the Buzz McDonald character. I'd just be slightly in character, kind of maybe a presenter kind of role or whatever. But I think it'd be nice to—it'd be nice to get the video done actually outside the stadium. The only thing is, you'd have to get it out fast, so there'd be no pints that night if Mayo won. You'd have to be home on the laptop. So um, yeah, yeah, take away from the fun of it. Exactly, yeah. So what I might do is I might bring the camera up with me, record it on the day, see who's knocking around, try to get some funny interviews and then, and then give it to someone to maybe edit in the meantime. Yeah. And throw it, it up. if They have a bit of crack. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if they win it, like, you know, but I mean, if they lose it, I probably won't want to look at any of the footage. But it'd probably be better
0: crack for other people though. You have to think about other people in this scenario.
2: Huh? I know that's the thing you see. It could, be, <laughs> it could be, I could twist it in that. Like it's a, uh, maybe make it into something that's very sad and put up on social media and then get like thousands of followers. Yeah, that'd
0: be good. What, what do you reckon? Uh, do you
1: say Kilkenny fan TV? Would you be uh, for starting that? Oh yeah, boy. You'd have to have, say, a deep south uh, presenter. Did you ever hear, say, even though I have good friends from there, it'd probably kill me, Mulnavat accent. You'd need a oh, real, a real culture, a kind of south Kilkenny accent to host it. Moon Coiner, one of them. Yeah, yeah, I know the up around say Tulliher, um oh no, not Tullihar, Lister Lane, Mull area. That's that's where you get the real country accents now. And uh yeah, if I, I set it up I probably go behind the scenes and let someone like that do it, but uh, yeah, I I think it'd be really funny now, actually. I think it'd be hilarious and um, to have something like that. Especially when up for the matches and not. It'd be definite well, Kilkenny Aren't in Doll Ireland it all earns over anyway. But something like that in the build up I think be deadly crack like.
0: Yeah, it'd be good. Uh cool guys. So we'll move on to our, our next topic. So our next topic is uh if you were a T shirt for the day, what would you do? Um so you'd have the, the full power of the doll there. Um now what you're thinking of maybe what you what you would do, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I would uh I'd go into the doll bar and I'd prop it up for the day and I'd put up the savage uh have bill there just have the crack <laughs> and uh just any sort of any sort of uh piece of paper that uh any unfortunate you know groups are lobbying for any sort of thing that uh you know people wanted to get done for you know less fortunate people i would just sign it away just just keep bringing me the legislation i'll just keep signing it all the stuff that they, they won't sign at the minute and uh i'll be having loads of uh flaky points against it, and um it could feed into me and uh, i think that'd be me so uh TJ, what would you do if you were a teacher for the
1: day? Uh, Yeah, I put a good bit of thought into this now. I won't lie to you. I'd send the ministerial car anyway down to the off-licence and get it (sighs) packed. Every minister's car absolutely packed to the rafters. (laughs) Organise the government jet. Everyone that I like, including you, and you can be in on this here. Uh, we hop on the government jet and we head over to Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. And just go on one unmerciful session. Do you remember that scene out of the Wolf of Wall Street airplane? Yeah. It wouldn't <laughs> have a patch on it. And then just when you're having the beer fear the next day, announce call an election, like, and stick up two fingers. And it's a bit <laughs> a bit like Brendan Grace and Father Ted. I had my fun. That's all that mattered. Like, so.
0: sure, Throw on a few uh, bank holidays there as well
1: exactly uh, exactly yeah if you were
0: actually on what would you do on what would you do if you were a teacher for the day
2: i'd pedestrianize the whole country and i'd have no more cars just like highways of people who can just cycle around the country and uh as well as that then i'd rent out the viking splash tour bus and i'd drive around the city just waving a book while drinking creamy pines from the doll bar and uh besides that then i just maybe make a four week four day week of work maybe even three days and then the other four days, uh, let people do whatever they want. And I put canopy over all the outdoor areas so that people could be kind of inside but outside all year round. And uh, as well as that, I would take take one of the nicest cars in Dublin that any of the politicians own. I don't know what kind of car Leo has. It's probably a Yaris or something. Yeah, a uh, Prius maybe. <laughs> Prius, yeah, I'd say it'd be more of a Prius man. But I take that and I just spin around Dublin. Uh, and just call into lads, just chatting to them. And it's like a lot of small talk, but then I'd head off before like the questions got tough.
0: Or would you move the, move the doll up to Swinford or anything like that? Would you move them up there for the day?
2: I would, I'd move it. I'd have it sort of on the back of a trailer so that like, you can actually put it in a different county every week <laughs> so that people all get a, a taste of the doll. And I Taste think, the power. Exactly, yeah, you can taste the power. And um, I think that any decision that has going to be made you have to go into each county to make the decision, and you have to also have a pint with the local councillor.
1: Yeah, sounds
0: good. Could be could be a, a good uh, format for uh, for business going forward for all political decisions. You know, could uh, could get a lot of good work
2: done.
0: on yeah.
1: tour.
2: You just call Dallin Ireland on tour. A tour, sorry, They said Ireland. Dallander. And uh,
0: you're kind of uh, you're well into the fitness yourself. You're uh, see you on your Instagram page or you're lifting blocks and doing all sorts of stuff.
2: I like to do it uh, the old fashioned raw way, you know, and I want to take a few quid out of Ben Dunn's pocket because Lord knows he's got plenty. And, you know, with the with the gyms locking down, that really made me feel like, uh, you know, they can take the power away from me just like that. And, you know, the, I was I was just waiting to get back into the gym and I kept calling up and saying, let me in. I need to be in there. And eventually they didn't, didn't open up the gym. So I said, why not incorporate real life stuff that you have around the house? aka six inch blocks and it's free fitness
0: yeah that's it and uh yeah.
2: definitely could be the way forward
0: i think a lot of people in lockdown were you know doing a lot of home workouts and you're know, buying a few bits and bobs and, and stuff like that now a lot of people are probably sitting down you know being a bit depressed as well but uh yeah i think for a lot of people it was a big kickstart for fitness and you have uh tj he's lost uh lost a pile of weight there he's he's walking 20 kilometers every day uh just before, before breakfast there so yeah, definitely. To mm-hmm. do it at do it at home yourself, fitness uh, could definitely be the future there. But I think, I TJ, think so,
1: yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's um, I I I won't lie. I love the gym now. As you notice I wasn't in in the past few weeks. Um, I noticed. I noticed, TJ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I I won't lie to you. I was actually building up too much muscle. I wanted to get to a target weight and then build up the muscle. Then maybe I'm doing it our ways. But um,
0: you should go into the bodybuilding now if you're building up too much muscle.
1: Yeah, I I put on I put on nearly 2 kg in muscle after just a week like. And that's it was um and uh, that's why I wanted to hold back on it, but I have uh, gone off topic there. Yeah, I think the home, I think the likes of the videos you were putting up um during the lockdown Robbie and Liam as well and own as well, I think they're they're brilliant because it gives people hope and it's the most important thing is I mean You're hearing about the COVID stone and all of that. I mean, you have a great opportunity with materials around the house, like bags of sugar. You have one kg straight away. Like, yeah, that's it. And I
0: know uh is a. What's the show where they use the water bottles and stuff to do it in January? What's the one? The
2: teacher competition.
0: that's that's different thing now but uh <laughs> that'd be that'd be good crack as well um it's the
1: what's the one they do with um operation transformation Operation
0: transformation yeah, yeah. they kind of use the, their kind of policy is not to use uh like gyms and stuff like that it's all at home sort of thing so uh that's that's good good free fitness for people as well um so just before we go on to our our last topic the highball i want to go over the camogie there tj um kind of a uh, good fight back from Kilkenny today, but they lost it at the end to uh, a good Cork team there.
1: Yeah, no, I, I won't lie to you, and it's very, saying it in, uh, very easy to say it in hindsight, but I had a real fear going into that game. Um, Kilkenny were kind of very soft start um, throughout the championship, and I don't like saying it because, as you know, I know the players fear well. Uh, but, yeah, Cork were just hungry, or They were able to bully Kilkenny off of the ball, and... Um it was a really great goal from Mary O'Connell, but Linda Collins being the captain came on super sub and chipped over and Cork won by a pint. Um really impressed with Tipperary actually. They were very unlucky in the first semi final against Galway. Um it was just um the goal that the tip keeper conceded. It was just the sun was in her eyes and I mean, being a former goalkeeper as well, it's once the sun's in your eyes, it's very hard. So Yeah, it's kind of a traditional final. Galway and Cork in two weeks' time. Um, The intermediate semi-finals took place yesterday, and Kilkenny will play Antrim in that. Uh, Antrim defeated Kilkenny earlier on in the championship, so Kilkenny will be out for revenge, but that's in two weeks' time. And just to finish up, Robbie, there are minor uh, semi-finals as well, and Kilkenny qualified um, for the minor final to face Cork as well because, uh, uh, sorry, the Galway-Kilkenny game went extra time real high scoring contest and um, yeah, that'd be a clean sweep of um, final appearances underage right up to intermediate for Kilkenny, but uh, yeah, all those finals, that minor final's taking place next Sunday as well
0: Cool, good stuff, Uh, I know you were saying earlier on on that uh, there's not much hurling up where you're from, did you ever do any hurling or anything like that yourself?
2: Just for the novelty of trying to hit the ball like but nothing too much. You no, know, just maybe hitting it back and forward with uh with a few friends over the years. But no. Gaelic football was kinda I sp- I played mostly soccer in school, but then I played Gaelic football too. But for some reason I, I wasn't I was never that good at Gaelic football. And uh the teachers never liked me because of that. But hurling wise, no. I don't think anybody I knew, I know played it in school. And I always find it interesting then when you go to somewhere like Kilkenny or um Maybe even Limerick, see it more like, but you see people walking around with the hurl, and uh, it's a great thing to be to, to have in the hand anyway. In case something's going around uh, Castletown, exactly, yeah, It'd be a nice little weapon to have around Castletown. Schlapping <laughs> I'm sure the, the, Schligo,
0: the Schligo boys might have a few hurls in the back of the back of the boot.
2: The car, oh, yeah, they'd have, they'd have the nails through them and everything, Oh, <laughs> we'll dodge. The cool guys, right. so we'll go on
0: to our last topic is there our highball topic. The highball. Oh high. yes indeed. The highball. So this is a topic um kind of heard about this. Um someone I know this happened to. Um basically they were in a different country for a wedding and they were with their partner. And it was with the partner's group of friends sort of thing. Anyway, and after the wedding, the couple days after the wedding, I think they're meant to meant to head home a week a week later or whatever. Um they broke up with them. Um I'm just kinda like getting your thoughts on this. What do you think is, you know, is this something is this a good time, time to break up with somebody when you're like away on holidays with them, uh, especially at a wedding or is it just a real uh dick move? What do you think, T J?
1: a uh, real dick move i won't lie to you i was kind of the victim of that with an ex a few year ago it wasn't holidays or that but i met her parents and mm-hmm. her parents liked me and uh yeah she dumped me <laughs> uh, so she was hoping
0: for the the bad reaction from the parents was that she she's into that thing
1: yeah i know i i don't think she could take that her parents got on with me i won't lie to you now I I don't want to say too much because I'd be friends with friends of hers and everything like that just in case. Um, but yeah, no, it was, yeah, it'd be a real dick move. I mean, um, you give it a bit of time. I mean, unless an incident or something happened. But um, I actually heard of something during the week where um, a lad, he met um, his girlfriend's parents. And he said to the girlfriend on the drive home to Dublin that, she didn't or he didn't like her parents and um, so i mean yeah it's a real dick move and whoever done it is really shallow like maybe they're looking for a free holiday outfit
0: well it was their it was their uh friends of yet me um and did your, your your friend break up because of the parents then no
1: it was one of the main reasons. Yeah, I won't lie to you. Yeah, now there are other circumstances beyond that, not major. I done nothing wrong. Like I risked me job at the time, taking sick days to look after and everything. But uh yeah, no, it was anything like that. I think's a real, um, it'd be a real dick move. Now, I mean, I think, I think the the way the society is going, Robbie, I think we are becoming fair shallow. I mean. I am single at the moment, and you look at, say, the likes of um, the dating apps, the likes of Tinder and uh, Bumble and all of that. I I just come across, and now not the majority, but a large amount, or sorry, a certain amount are just shallow. I really, uh, one of them I told that I lost my job because of COVID, and yeah, that was in the conversation. Like, so. What do you think, On? Would
0: you kind of, would that be? something you've had experience with before in the past or what do you think of that scenario?
2: Of the person breaking up with you as you're on holiday.
0: Is it, is it a good time though? Like, because you're, you're away in oh, a same no. country. And no, sure you no, can
2: no. Just no. no, no. Because, I mean, the thing is, if you're going to break up with somebody, you probably had an idea that you were going to do it anyways. And why are you waiting to go on a holiday when, you know, a holiday is, is like a fairly good suggestion that you're getting on well with someone or like you're kind of, you're going off together to spend some quality time together. And like, it's, it's, not, it's definitely not the time to be to be breaking up with someone no definitely I mean you should have probably done that before you booked the tickets or, or even after you booked the tickets It's doesn't matter like the money like situation but no it's, it's a prick move you know and yeah it's a shallow thing to do you know I suppose we're all, we're all guilty of making mistakes like but that's, that's a you know you want to have a look in the mirror if you're up to that kind of crack alarm. Is it better than
0: sending like a, a text message or would you say just sending a message to say oh we're breaking up is worse than the holiday one
2: I know you'd have to you'd have to tell them face to face or like yeah uh, I I did a, I was dating a girl before on on uh, on the internet but uh, we met we were together physically as well you know but like when we did end up breaking up it was over the internet and it was more so from her side and then like I was like I was fairly cut up about it you know I was kind of semi sort of tearing up and she was kind of like oh you're right there you're crying yeah what are you doing I'm like well I mean we're breaking up. Aren't we? She didn't really get a shit, like, but, you know, people are selfish. That's the way the world is. So uh your man, like, or sorry, I don't know if it was a man or woman that got the bad news, but whoever it was, they probably ended up dodging a bullet anyways, because that sort of behavior just, it says a lot about the person.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, I agree 100% with you. Did you, like, say for a if you were that person and you wanted to, you were like, oh, you know, things maybe haven't gone well, you wanted to, this talk came into your head. Oh, I think maybe we should break up. Do you think you would just wait until he came home and maybe a few days later and then just, you know, have to sit down and have that sort of a chat then. um, would that, would that be a better option? Do you think uh, Owen?
2: Yeah, I suppose it would definitely. Yeah. Because when you're on holidays, you know, you're, you're, you're already feeling kind of slightly different emotions because, you know, like you're away on holiday. So like, you're kind of excited and you get a bit nervous or whatever, whatever may be the feeling like, but um, I think probably like, you know, you're going to break up with somebody. It's not like the holiday. That was the the defining factor. Like, unless of course you're on holiday and you're arguing with the person all the time. So I think that the best thing the person should have could have done was to do it before they went on the holiday and, you know, saved the time for that person to go on holiday because then the day, like you're stealing someone else's time and that's more precious than anything. Yeah, that's, uh,
0: that's the one thing you can't get back. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, so uh, good chat, lads.
0: Uh, we covered a, covered a lot of bases there, so fair play. And uh, thanks for coming on again, on.
2: No worries at all. Thanks for having me on, Robbie. August, TJ. Oh,
1: thanks a million, Owen. It's a real pleasure. And um, hopefully, if we didn't scare you off, you might come on again with us sometime. Oh,
2: definitely. We'd love to. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, good cool. Yeah. Cool stuff
1: happy days boys so
0: uh, we'll leave it there so good chats and uh, chat to again soon and uh, for any of our listeners uh, you can catch own uh, Colgan Fitness uh, on Instagram and where could they, people buy the tickets for your show or are you waiting yeah, to see how the guidelines sure. go yet?
2: It's a bit yeah it's a bit up in the air now with restrictions excuse me restrictions changing but um, you can go onto my Instagram page and there's a button there to click into the link to get tickets and then depending on what venue you want to come to but come along we'd love to see you there yeah, yeah go, actually,
1: go. um for the Set Theatre in Kilkenny, Robbie, they're on sale on set.ie. I actually got one a couple of weeks ago, and uh, oh, yeah, nice. they're there, um, so any... Definitely have been there. Yes, definitely. Our Christmas party in October, anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, cool. we're to have a Christmas party last year, I'm sure. We'll go this year sometime. <laughs> I'll give the podcast a shout-out on stage as well.
1: Might have a oh, few probably. scoops.
2: <laughs> oh, it might. No, it might about it. No Actually
1: when we're sorry Robbie, if we're doing a plug there, one pub that Own has to check out in Kilkenny, it's famous around the world's end bar. Um it's just up from the set theatre and all other pubs that want to sponsor free drink as well. Um we're <laughs> checking out as well.
0: <laughs> cool. stuff, lads. Have a good one. All right. Take care later. Right. thanks bye man. Bye Good bye
1: luck. Bye bye, bye bye. bye. bye, bye, bye. bye.